It's the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Welcome in to the Fade Five Podcast. Place your bets. Uh, Brad, the big noise, Evans here. The Weeble Wobble, you saw it right there on your screen. Uh, the incomparable good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. It's a hashtag tequila Thursday here on the program. And we are, of course, presented by the ultra smooth, very tasty, outstandingly fine Suavecito tequila. Pick up a bottle tonight. I prefer the Añejo. Neat bartender. And if you drink it that way, you get those vanilla finishes on it. And it's quite tasty, let me tell you. And quite affordable, too. Check them out at your local liquor store. Go grab a bottle of Suavecito tequila tonight. And you're going to need the entire bottle tonight because the Denver Broncos and that hideous offense are going to be on full display against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the current line, I pulled this from uh, BetMGM as of this morning. We saw a little bit of a reduction and went from 42.5 to 42 on the total and went from 3.5 to 3 on the line, favoring the home team, Denver Broncos. Lundy, I don't know if you're going to be in attendance, uh, but I know you're going to need a ton of Suavecito to try to stomach this one. <laughs> Give me a game score prediction. Yeah, uh, you are going to need a lot of uh, the bottle tonight. Uh, there's a few games this weekend that may require uh, a decent amount of of the bottle if we're if we're going down that path. But yeah, make sure you got the Suavecito handy for tonight. I will actually not be in attendance. I have another commitment, so I will. I, I gave my tickets. I said, "Here you go. You go. You go enjoy this." Or Enjoy it, if I use the air quotes, uh, if you can. I'm going to say 24-17 uh, on the home team side of things. So I'm going to tuck it just underneath, Brad, that 42. I've actually got a way that I want to try to play this in a, a same gamer that I'll throw at you during bonus time that I think buys you a little bit of space, gets you up into some plus odds. But I think Denver takes care of business simply because I trust Denver's defense uh, against Matt Ryan, who has absolutely looked like a wounded, uh, a wounded bird all season. Oh, a wounded thirty-seven-year-old because he's yeah. ancient. Yes, he's old by he's old by quarterback standards. You're exactly right. Uh, so I'm I'm going twenty-four seventeen. I'll take the home team. I think the Broncos go to three and two. Uh, jokingly, and I say this half-heartedly jokingly, I think it's going to be a four to two finish. Uh, three safeties in this one, and the Broncos score the winner. And uh, you and I get the email from BetMGM every single morning on the better splits. And 77% of the handle is on Denver, believe it or not, uh, minus a three. Uh, though, if you look at the uh, money line, I, I thought for sure the majority would be on the Colts uh, for the handle. But no, that's not the case. It's actually the Broncos on that money line. So if you know what, take out the three or the three and a half out of the equation. That might be the play here. I say uh, take Denver on the money line, and I also say get a reduction on that total, meaning raise it. So get up to like 49 and a half and go with a little two-legger and get it a plus money. You stole my thunder, you jackass. Oh, I did. All right, I fine, had no idea. Fine. I'll tell you what, we can do bonus time early. Uh, if you take, uh, if you, you ass, uh, at FanDuel, uh, Brad, at FanDuel right now, if you grab uh, Denver on the money line, you take that total to under 49 and a half plus 105. There you go. Jackassery for everybody. And with that in the books, let's go to another edition. Presented by Suavecito of the Fade Five. Number five. 
All right, uh, let's go to numero cinco here, and it's mo money, mo money, mo money. Won't be mo problems if you back a mo alley Cox, and I'm going to take the over on 18 and a half receiving yards for the plus size target of the Indianapolis Colts. You look at the Denver Broncos. Uh, and what they have allowed this season in tight end position. It's 5.3 receptions and 47 flat yards per game. Uh, Mo Alley's been over this uh, in every single matchup, it seems, uh, this season. It's actually 2 of 4 to be exact. But the Broncos have given up five tight ends of 19 or more yards in a game. Uh, Cox is running a route 17.3% of the time. He's only seen 3.5 targets per game. And Kylan Granson... We'll split uh, some of the uh, opportunities for him in 11 formations or 12 formations. So I think uh, for a guy that gets a lot of separation off the line, he's number five in average target separation. And he's number seven right now at the position in yards after the catch with 12.9. He may do this on a couple of catches. That's all we need. And given how well Darby and Sertan have played in that secondary, and they're going to be probably isolated and stuck on those wide receiver assignments, I think Mo Cox across the middle of the field will be a Matt Ryan favorite at least a couple of times. So, fader follow Mo Money, Mo Money, Mo Money, Mo Cox on that over 18 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. Screw you and your countdown. This, I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the number one play oh. of a player prop tonight. This is, Brad, I think he's going to have this at the end of the first quarter, okay? Forget wow. the entire game. couple of reasons why. One, you already pointed out in terms of where there is a little bit of little charm and soft in that Broncos defense, and it is actually going up against tight ends. The Broncos have allowed five one, two, three, four, five tight ends to be able to go over this number so far this season. I think Mo Ali Cox does it very early in the game. And the other thing to keep in mind, the Colts, with, with all the problems that Matt Ryan has had, Brad, what do you want to do with Matt Ryan? You want to get the ball out of his flipping hand yes. as fast as possible. And one of the best ways that you can do that when you do not have Jonathan Taylor is to be able to find Mo Alley Cox, very simple dump offs, the same kind of crap that Matt Ryan had been doing for over a decade in Atlanta. He needs to be able to do the same thing tonight here in Denver. So this is actually, I, I'm t this is my number one player prop for tonight. I think this is absolutely a slam dunk. Do it! For the VCU Rams bet on Mo Alley Cox in that over. Number four. All right, uh, revenge game. I think that is certainly a narrative that I'm worth uh, buying into right now, and that is uh, Philip Lindsay. And I say he scores a touchdown tonight, assuming that he is active. He has been elevated off the practice squad. No Jonathan Taylor in the lineup. And if that cashes, Ooh, mighty fine. Plus 310 on that line at Bet Rivers. Uh, some of the other books like DraftKings plus 280, MGM's around the same mark there. So wherever you, you know, play this prop, uh, it could have a very lucrative return here in the end. And the reason why I like Phil Lindsay, yes, Deion Jackson's going to be involved. Sure, everybody seems to be wagering on Naheem Hines, but Hines is more comfortable as a satellite back working in the flat as a receiver. I don't think his role is going to really maximize between the tackles all of a sudden. 
Uh, I would be floored if he got more than 10 carries in this game. And you look at what Jonathan Taylor was logging on a per-game basis. You know, he is the definition of a Clydesdale. 22.6 touches per game. He had 16 red zone touches in every single contest he suited up for. That was number two still right now in the NFL. So if the Colts are able to move the ball uh, with some success against the Broncos, the Broncos have been very stout defensively, except in the trenches. I think Phillip Lindsay on maybe eight to 10 carries in this game and a venue that he knows very well. He's had a ton of success in, you know, just a handful of years removed from a thousand yard season with the Broncos. Of course, he's a product of CU just up the road there in Boulder. Why the hell not? Buy to the narrative. I am at plus 310. It's worth at least a sprinkle on a Phillip Lindsay anytime touchdown and his return to the friendly confines. Bader, follow. Uh, I'll follow on this one because you brought up, Brad, the the beautiful uh, slogan of sports betting, which is, why the hell not? Um, so, <laughs> I, really, I mean, let's be honest, folks. That's basically, that could be any sports book's tagline right there. It could be, bet MGM, why the hell why not? Why the hell not? Um, so I, I agree with you. And it's because of the odds that it sits at. Now I have an anytime touchdown that I'm going to throw at you in uh, bonus time that I absolutely love because of the plus odds you can get it at. And I'll share that one with you when we get there. But I do like this one for a sprinkling to me. This is a, make it a simple bet, make it a half unit bet. Don't go crazy. You've got a good payday at a plus three ten with bet river. So I, I like this one, Brad, good call. Exact revenge and make us some loonies. Philip Lindsay. Number three. All right, rub-a-dub-dub, uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, will he do a little flexing, uh, or is it going to be another cringeworthy burrito commercial on his social media? I have no idea. Uh, it's painful to watch Russell execute in that forum, and hopefully it will not be a painful process tonight on the field. And for that reason, I am taking the over, because I think it's going to be a positive outcome for him, on 228.5 pass yards, minus 115, pulled this one, from DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Russell's been over and two. He's been under and two so far this season. And I know the Broncos have been raked over the coals and understandably so for their lack of execution, particularly inside the red zone. I'm going to have a bonus time selection based on that narrative a little bit later on. But I think he is going to log some success through the air tonight. He still has Cortland Sutton, who is uh, right now top five in total air yards. Jerry Judy, who is a uh, top 15 in total air yards as well as his bookend targets. And, you know, he'll check down occasionally to Melvin Gordon, who, of course, is replaced uh, pouring out my guy, Juggernaut Javante Williams. But uh, this has got maybe 240, 245 yards written all over it, in my estimation. Indy is down Shaq Leonard in that secondary, so they're a little bit thin at safety. Yeah, they've only given up 218.5 pass yards per game. But again, without Javante in uniform, I think it's going to be an increased reliance on Russell Wilson's arm with those talented wide receivers at his disposal. Uh, I think he's going to get, again, to at least two. 40 will surpass the 228.5 pass yards on this prop. Lundy, minus 115 at DraftKings. Are you with me on the over? Vader, follow. 
Yeah, because I think this is what the game uh, script is going to call for. Uh, you know, I think Denver's going to try to get Melvin Gordon going. Um, you know, they've got to try to get some confidence rolling with him. I will tell you right now, I've talked to some people that have spent some time out at Dove Valley. They really believe what's going on with Melvin Gordon right now is in his head because physically he's fine. Physically, he looks great. There is something going on in his head right now. There's a little bit of a lack of confidence, and I think the coaching staff and the play calling, they're going to try to do that with Melvin. But I think they also have to do a little bit of that right now with Russell Wilson. I agree with you. They don't have Javante Williams back there. They need to get uh, Jerry Judy going. They need to get Cortland Sutton going. They need to remember that they actually have a, a, a position on the field. It's called tight end. Uh, they might want to try to utilize that as well. They've got to try to do something here. Um, to be able to give a little bit of a boost, uh, a little Red Bull, whatever you want to call it. They need some sort of injection of energy. And I think part of the way they're going to do it, I don't think Russ is going for 300. I, I don't think you do either. But I think this number is too low in a game that I think they are going to try to establish. They've got home field. They're on a short week. They've got a lot of things playing into how I think Nathaniel Hackett wants to game script this on offense. And I think part of it's going to be trying to get Russ going. Take the over with this one. I'm with Brad. I think he gets close to 240. All right. Speaking of boost, are you looking for a little uh, agave boost tonight? Well, don't yeah. fumble the rock like Melvin Gordon and pick up a bottle of Suavecito tequila. That's uh, who is uh, presenting us here on the Fade 5 podcast. And don't know anything about Suavecito. Let me give you a little history lesson. In 2015, Forbes magazine in New York contacted 10 tequila zealots around the country, one in Cali, Florida, Texas, people who know tequila and ask them a simple question. What is the best tasting tequila in the United States? And the answer overwhelmingly was, and was displayed right there on the front page a week later, Suavecito on Yeho. Go pick up a bottle right now. Uh, as I always say, uh, I like to drink it neat. It is quite tasty as a result. I put it in the freezer. Keep it ice cold and then pour it in a little snifter glass so you can, oh, just to smoke the uh, leathery tones of that sucker, then sip on it to your heart's content. So pick up some love juice tonight and throw a betting fiesta on this hashtag tequila Thursday with a bottle of Suavecito. Number two. All right, let's get a little OGP. Are you with me, son? Uh, in this game, and it's just a two-legger. Again, we don't have to go full Calvin Ridley on that ass. We just don't have to. Uh, with a, like a seven-legger and try to get instantly rich, though Calvin Ridley uh, had already multiple zeros in the bank account and squandered that and threw it away as a result of his selfishness in the betting market. Uh, but I got a two-legger, and hopefully this is going to add a, a few ticks in the box score for me. Cortland Sutton, 50-plus receiving yards, and Jerry Judy, 45-plus receiving yards. Slap those two together. I did it really early in the week. It was plus 140 when I did. Now it's down to plus 120, but still a plus money. Uh, that is a handsome outcome that I think is going to crop up. Uh, why? Uh, very simply, you look at Cortland Sun, 27.8% of the team's target share. So he has been a target's hog, a favorite of Russell Wilson. That's 8.8 looks. Uh, from the quarterback per game, he has been over the 50-yard mark in every single game this contest. I mentioned the air yards earlier. He's number four in that category, number 12 in total deep ball targets. That passes beyond 20 yards. Uh, he has seen six of those already this season. And you look at uh, his assignment, it's Stephon Gilmore. Now, Gilmore's been decent in coverage, giving up a 79.6 pass rating, but he has allowed north of a 60% catch rate. 
Cortland Sutton, outside the numbers, even on some of those post routes between the hash marks, he just gets space from defenders because of the speed, because the athleticism, and also the stature. He's a long drink of water, and I think he gets that 50-plus yards. And you look at Jerry Judy. I've seen a ton of action out of the slide. He's been over this number in two of four games, only seeing 5.3 targets per game, but he is number 20 in unrealized air yards, which could become Oh, realize tonight. Remember, no Shaq Leonard in uniform. And when he is in the slot, that's where he could take advantage because Kenny Moore has been one of the most generous slot DBs in the league so far this season. Uh, he's only given up a 140.8 passer rating and 75% catch rate, Lundy. So fade or follow Sutton, 50-plus yards. Judy, 45-plus yards at plus money at BetMGM. This is a no-brainer. Like, I don't even know why I'm here. This is, this is like, I'm, I'm here to satisfy your ego and pat you on the back that you've created a good uh, OGP here, Brad. That's basically why I'm here. This is an, this is an easy one because, again, uh, uh, the Broncos, uh, not aware, uh, apparently, Nathaniel Hackett, not aware that the tight end is, in fact, a position on the field. Uh, oh, so, no! Yeah. It like, disappeared! Yeah, they're just they're 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 missing out on the opportunity to try to try to take advantage of those of those big targets. Um, look, just because you traded Noah Fant as part of the deal for Russell Wilson doesn't mean you no longer have a tight end. Uh, just throw that out there. But I digress. This is an easy one. This one gets you to plus money. Um, this is what we like. Remember, it could be a two legger, might be a three legger. Um, but all you got to do is get to plus money, folks. Put the put the cash in your bank. This is an easy one. These guys should crush both both of these numbers. Flex those quads on a two-legger and make some cash. Number one. All right, numero uno on the feed five, presented by Suavecito Tequila on this hashtag Tequila Thursday, and one that's going to pack hopefully a lot of buzz and cash early. I'm taking the over on Uncle Melvin, Melvin Gordon, uh, 11 and a half receiving yards. Uh, that is the best line in the business right now. Minus 114 at FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, remember, no juggernaut Javante Williams. Poor went out. Devastating injury for him. That cost him his season. He might say, oh, it's Mike Boone season. Mike Boone season. Mike Boone's probably going to play like maybe 20, 25% of the snap share. The coaching staff has already come out and said, that Melvin Gordon is the main man, period, end of story. Despite fumbling in every single game this season, and like Lundy said, it's all between the ears for him right now. Uh, he is a proven veteran at the position, a proven pass catcher as well. Now, he's only ran 10.5 routes per game this year, but without Williams on the field, who was responsible for 14 routes per game and 17 and a half percent of the team's target share that will shift I think almost exclusively to Melvin Gordon and you look at Indy they're giving up six receptions per game 44 and a half receiving yards per game the running back position six a half dozen RBs have gone over this total through the air against them I think Gordon makes it seven so Luddy Vader followed my top prop today Melvin Gordon the third over 11 and a half receiving yards, minus 114 at FanDuel. Uh, I'm going to follow on this one, and folks, just a heads up. Brad talked about the fact that you're talking about FanDuel at 11 and a half. DraftKings has this at 12 and a half. I, I would play this all the way to 14 and a half if it keeps moving. I think he gets to 15. 
Um, and you know, I, could he run into a catch that he loses a couple yards? Of course. Um, which is why I don't want to get too crazy aggressive with it. But if you can get the 11 and a half, do it. But depending upon the book you've got, who you use when you're when you're making your bets, you might see it at 12 and a half. Uh, for example, this morning, uh, as of when we're when we're recording the pod here, DraftKings has it at 12 minus 12 and a half, or over under 12 and a half at a minus 130. So you're paying some juice there. So if you've got the opportunity to shop around, make sure that you do try to find yourself not only some better juice, but try to find that 11 and a half if you can't. But for me personally, I am comfortable all the way to 14 and a half with this one, just in case by the time you're listening to the pod, those options are not there for you. So I'm just throwing that out there as something for you to keep in mind. Could also be a good uh, OGP play, Brad, and just take it at 10 plus and make it a part of something else, bring this number down. I mean, hell, you can probably get it at five plus if you decided you wanted to do multiple legs and still get yourself into positive territory. But again, I go back to what I said earlier in the pod. The folks that I've talked to that have been out at Dove Valley have said everything physically, everything when they're doing their plays, everything they're doing, Gordon looks fine. It's it's up here, folks. It's between the ears right now. And I think the coaching staff's going to try to get him uh, to to be back on a positive sense in terms of just his his own psyche. I think they're going to try to do that, which is why. Oh, Brad, is it time for bonus time? Oh, yes. Uh, that's a head manure there, Lundy. That's uh, what pros what do doing. in those segues. So let's get to it. It is indeed bonus time here on the Fade Five podcast presented by Suavecito. Lundy, what else do you dig tonight? Uh, let me throw two of them at you. First of all, I do think part of the psyche is I think they want Gordon to carry the rock across the goal line. He's plus 115 for an anytime touchdown. I That's me just believing what this coaching staff is going to try to do with Gordon. I, this team has struggled mightily in the red zone, as you talked about. Um, but at a plus 115 for the for the guy that is going to be the guy in terms of the running back position for the Broncos, I'm okay with that one, even as good as the Colts defense is. So I like Melvin at the anytime touchdown plus 115. Now let's go back to the fact that if you've got three names, you're already winning in life. Mo Alley Cox, Brad, plus 450 what? Caesars for an anytime touchdown. 450 is where he's at. Folks, to give you an idea, the other books, he is below 400. He is plus 450 for an anytime touchdown at Caesars as of tape time. The other one that I like, Bradley Chubb, I just need one sack. That's it. Just one. Plus odds at FanDuel. Plus 112 for him to have a single sack. And then let me get you this OGP. It's a three-legger. It's all built on receptions for the Colts. I need Mo Ali Cox to have two. I need Naheem Hines to have three. I need Michael Pittman to have four. Little hat tip there to Coolio. One, two, three. I need two, three, four. That at BetMGM, Brad, plus 115. Oh, I like that. And I uh, got to got up and get down on some additional action as well here. Uh, no, hat tip again, uh, RIP Coolio. Uh, there's a few more props that I like. And of course, Lundy always has his spreadsheet open for business on social media. It's absolutely free, always free, always transparent. It's the same mantra that I follow. Uh, check him out at Nate Lundy. Check out my spreadsheet at Noisy Huevos, and I'm taking the under tonight on Naheem Hines on rush yards. 36 and a half at tape time is the number. Again, uh, I think the assumption here is that he's all of a sudden going to see a vigorous 
workload because Jonathan Taylor is out. But I mentioned it, Deion Jackson and Philip Lindsay are likely going to have roles between the tackles. The coaching staff has already said that. I, I think uh, Hines' role as a pass catcher du jour is going to remain unchanged. That's where he does the most damage is in space, not between the hash marks overall. So, you know, if he gets 10 carries, uh, you know, hell half frozen over, in my opinion. Uh, though, you know, the Broncos have, uh, as I mentioned, given up uh, north of five yards per carry the running back position, but I just don't see Hines drawing enough of a workload here. I think it's like seven carries for 25 yards. I do like the over, though, on his receptions prop which is at three and a half. I would take that. It's juiced up at some of the books. So shop around. I think it'll do more damage in the reception game. Also, I like Brandon McManus, our old friend from the Fantasy Football Hour, who I claimed was not a person. And he did all kinds of uh, kicking exhibitions as a result in athletic competitions to prove that, uh, yeah, I'm an athlete and I'm a hell of a lot better than you, Evans. And he certainly was. Uh, and he's a damn good kicker. And the Broncos, uh, we know they have well-documented issues inside the red zone. This is where they have been bogging down drive after drive after drive. So McManus, if that is a another problem tonight, is going to come in and kick at least two field goals. So I'm going to take the over a one-and-a-half field goals made. at just minus 115 on that. Uh, McManus' season, eight for ten, splitting the uprights on field goal attempts. This season, so he's been over this number a couple of times. Uh, and then finally, my last wager in this contest, I'm taking the under on the Colts, 19 and a half points scored at minus 110. Pull this from Bet MGM. Uh, they have been over in a couple of games this season. Uh, but uh, what kind of confidence do you have in this offense without Jonathan Taylor, who is the centerpiece of the scheme because they are run? Centric, one of the most run-heavy teams in the league. Uh, as I mentioned, yes, the Broncos give it up 5.37 yards per carry, but they're also only giving up 5.98 pass yards per attempt to the quarterback position. They uh, put a lot of pressure on uh, the QB position, and when you have a stone statue, that is Matt Ryan taking snaps under center. Uh, you know He's going to fall through the quicksand very, very quickly, and I think there's going to be a lot of deflections downfield when he does uncork. I uh, look at Indy this season. Um, as I mentioned, two of the four games have been over, but Denver has given up 17, 9, 10, and an uncharacteristic 32 points last week to the more explosive Las Vegas Raiders. So I like the under there. Oh, and a super bonus time, super bonus time. Quickly, Lundy, uh, I'll take the under on Michael Pittman uh, receiving yards at 66 and a half because Darby and Patrick Zertan combined. It doesn't matter who his primary assignment is in this game. It's probably going to mix of both combined. They've given up right around a 65 passer rating. That's it to their assignment. So I think, uh, Pittman will be in a vice tonight. Uh, something like five catches, 50 yards, not a whole lot more in my estimation all right we are out of time please drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast maybe you're watching us and we're sorry for the hideous looks on youtube uh, subscribe to the faith noise channel if not right now and uh, of course drop us a rating review wherever you are consuming your podcast follow lundy on twitter at nate lundy follow me there at Noisy Huevos as well. And don't forget, for the love of God, go out there, 
and pick up some Suavecillo tequila. Swallow the entire bottle. If they had a worm, you would be swallowing it tonight because you're going to have to do that to endure what is going to be a 4-2 to two final. I said at the top, baseball score, nothing but safeties. Disgusting matchup there in the Mile High City. For Nate Lundy, I'm Brad Evans. Until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you.